0: What's going on, everyone? This is Keith from BizBody. Today is all about decision-making. And decision-making science is all about how to decide not exactly what decision to make. And we're going to talk about this for how you guide your decisions or how you view how other people are making a decision. This becomes very valuable into... reducing anxiety, stress, and uh, shoring up, making the best decision that you can possibly possibly make in a given period of time. And then if uh, you're seeing how other people are making decisions, you can ask them better questions about different parts of their decision-making process to ask them if they've thought about it, rather than attacking them and telling them what decision to make, helping them along with a decision Uh, making matrix of their own. So, they're creating their own decision-making model. So, we're going to get right into this. Um, So, again, decision-making science is about how to decide not what decision to make. So, and from there, there's really seven steps um, that that I think about that is also constructed off of other people's stuff. So this is a hodgepodge of uh, other people's uh, work. It's not my own. So it's a different framework. Uh, I can get uh, references for where I've gotten it from. Uh, some of it's from the muscle system specialists. Other um, decision-making matrices are from. Um, Life and Work from Dalio, um, his uh, his principles book. And some of it's also from Work Rules. So um, the different books from decision-making models. So uh, number one, um, it is, okay, what are your current options or your alternatives, right? Like, what are your options? So I've been writing out my options, understanding my options. Um, number, Number two, no... Um, what do I know about it? Like, what is the data about it? Like, what what do I know to be facts, or what is uh, the hearsay from other people? Um, what do I want to have happen? Right. So, what are my preferences? What what type of um, result do I want to have? What's my vision? Do I even know what I want to have happen? Uh, number four. What is, um, where, where do I place the decision? Like, what's the frame or the context or the, the period of time? Um, like, what, when do I need this stuff to have happen? And then from there, what, what is my best alternative? Like, what is the probability of certain things happening? Um, what would I like, again, what, what do I want? How do I, uh, what, would, what would I like to have happen? What are uh, my alternatives? And then from there, number six Decide, like when I decide, finally decide on something based upon that framework, uh, I make a decision because if I do not do something, that's also a decision. So how am I deciding? Realize that either way, I am deciding. And then number seven, I, I review the game footage. Right? I review my decision, like was it a good decision? And if, if I know it was a good decision uh, because of X, Y, and Z, I, I debrief that. So I literally debrief that to make sure that if, if it's a decision for what I do during a session or how I approached a sale or what I did for my marketing or how I made a connection, I debrief it. Because if it's important to me, I wanna get better at it. And the only way to get better at it is to debrief that scenario. So again, um, what are my options? Those are my alternatives. Number one, number two. What do I know about it? What is the data, the hard facts about it? Uh, what do I want? What are my preferences? That's number three. Number four. Where do I? What's the frame of the decision? Um, number five. What are my alternatives with that probability? Um, then I make a decision, and then I review that decision. So hopefully that this sets a framework for helping you make better decisions. Um, and from there, we're going to go over a couple of different models of how other people have, have theorized decisions so that um, you can find and create a framework for your own decision-making model. And again, if somebody needs help making decisions, that's what sales processes can be at times. Sometimes people have difficulty making decisions because they're in a habit of doing the same thing over and over and over again. Like they may be in a hold, holding pattern for making a decision. They may need to think something over, right? And, and or they may have difficulty pulling the trigger. They need, may need, um, they need help from another person, a decision maker to uh, help them make a decision. So there may be another decision maker when a person comes in to decide to work with you. So it's nice to know that that person is present to help that other person make a decision. Like, hey, are you the only person that is in charge of making decisions about your health or is there another person that helps you decide that? It's nice to have both people present if you're going to do some sort of um, sales process or consultation so that everyone's present that can make a decision moving forward because if people don't have permission don't give themselves permission or don't have the permission to make a decision, then you're wasting a whole lot of time. And are you the decision maker for your own decisions? That becomes also a really big question um, to answer moving forward in your decision making matrix. So hopefully that this uh, was a quick, helpful guide to uh, decision making model and matrix. We're going to go even further into... um, into different objectives and framing decisions. Um, Also, uh, like I said before, uh, different theories of decision-making matrices. Hopefully this helps you. If it resonates with you, um, share it with somebody that uh, it would also help. And um, guys, keep on plugging away, keep on um, fighting the good fight and bringing, again, more clarity and raising the standards to the exercise industry. Thank you guys for, uh, for listening.